You're listening to Eat the Rich Podcast. Us asked, adding a little hand percussion. I was great job. Every time I, I like that song more every time I hear it. Uh, it's peppy and catchy mm-hmm. AF. Yeah, can you guys check out Ricky Mirage online? He, check uh, him out. Yeah, he's uh, he's amazing. Also, he goes by Ultimate Stud on Instagram. If you're into Instagram, if you've got the gram, mm-hmm. I got the gram. Mm-hmm. Also, that track was coming in hot, hot, hot. <laughs> okay <laughs> well guess what uh, <laughs> things are bad <laughs> yeah and we just did a podcast about how they're okay but they seem okay it's tuesday it's tuesday we're recording this tuesday the 25th i was at my normal job today sneakily sort of watching the vote for the motion to proceed on a non-bill that doesn't exist, but that we so, know yeah. will murder people, for so sure. When we were talking about how optimistic we are, I guess I didn't know that much about politics because <laughs> I, <didn't, laughs> I didn't realize that we were going to be voting on whether to talk about something. I was like, what is, what is this? I uh, thought it was dead. Capito, yeah. I thought we had that If bitch. they got voted down, no one was allowed to bring up health care again. Yeah, like, what right. Is, what, 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 are we, what am I? I don't I, I don't know. I don't know anything about it, apparently. Dude, I was like, here's what? the deal. Here's the deal. Two American profiles encourage Susan Collins of Maine and uh, Lisa Murkowski of Alaska. Women, what's her by face? the way. What's her face pulled out? Kelly Capito. That's all, she that's always all pulls out. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's so inappropriate. Well, <laughs> she... <laughs> Well, she's a she's a woman, so it's like. Well, we. I like I like it more though because she it, didn't put out. There's more implications. She did put out. She did. Or she didn't. Or she was strapping it, or I don't know. The I last mean, we'll thirty seconds decide. of speaking has been extremely sexist, and we retract everything that we just said. But she shouldn't have fucking voted no. So we actually watched this insane, horrifying vote. Like I watched it at work, live stream on C-SPAN. Haven't live streamed shit on C-SPAN since who? What? That was a mad. What, the experience. last time I watched something on C-SPAN? It was the last time they voted. They were debating about healthcare on the floor before oh. the Republicans went behind closed doors and started working on it. The last time I tuned in, they were discussing it openly. I can't even. I can't. I that, think maybe the was, last time I watched something on C-SPAN was when. They were debating Obamacare in, like, 2010. Like, I don't regularly tune into C-SPAN because I'm, like, working during the day. And, yeah, dude, what a nightmare. Well, usually okay. it's Sean and I kind of live tweeting it to you. Yeah, that's true, which really helps. Totally. But it that's was... That's what helps if you're self-employed. I'm actually happy that you tuned in for this one, though, because it was... Well, not happy because I feel bad but for anyone who had to watch it. But it was a political circus of horrors. It was... It made my These blood boil. These fucking nihilists. These fucking people who do not believe in shit. Here's where it got... Became intolerable. So we've got the votes to 45. Then we've got them... You have a few holdouts. Oh 
these fuck these holdouts, these people who are like, oh, maybe I'm gonna, I just yeah. need the last few minutes to kind of, okay, f- no. <laughs> what are Forget- you talking? No, there's about. no integrity in those last two minutes where you're like, yeah, no, yeah, no, I am a yes, I'm a yes. <laughs> yeah. So and then we get to then we've got Ron Johnson and we've got John McCain. Well, John we McCain's have we not, have Johnson and McConnell. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, so John McCain has yet to arrive in the building because he did some sort of like totally choreographed late entrance. Like they <laughs> flew him in straight from the hospital. They Ugh. helicoptered him in from his fucking hospital bed, dropped him on the ceiling there of the a, Capitol, and he had to scale down on wires like Mission Impossible style. There was, a, no. there was an intern with a clipboard who was waiting. And then, okay, Mr. McCain. Exactly. The like, pageantry. There's no way that was like the timing. It was like <laughs> the fucking bride entering the goddamn Chapel of Doom. Yeah. It was disgusting. So, but before that, <laughs> it really was they all turned around. They too. all it turned really was and like they the clapped, and everyone shed a goddamn tear. <laughs> Held their and heart. then they had, then they had. Um, well, prior Ron- to that, Johnson and McConnell. Oh God. Oh, Ron Johnson of Wisconsin. Tell me about him. What was his deal with healthcare again? He, he wants just a full repeal. He doesn't want oh. any of it. But, but I was kind of hoping that he would say he's like. He would say because it's pretty clear that the full repeal isn't going to happen. It's going to be a skinny repeal or whatever, where yeah. they're just going to take certain things like the mandate and things like that out. Yeah. But um, because Mitch McConnell's literally got two A's writing this on the fly. He just Mitch it's McConnell just wants to wants to poop on it a little bit. That's all. He just needs. He's something. just going to give everybody who has a complaint, like all of his potential no votes, like six people. He's just going to. Give each of them a hundred billion dollars of bullshit that won't make up for the fact that Medicaid's going to get eliminated in their state, like whatever. Yeah, and and, and we well, Sean and I were hoping that, or we were to hoping on the, uh, in the chain, but that, um, that Johnson would just go. You know what? This is a waste of time and money. And as a fiscal conservative. Uh, I actually do believe in not wasting government yeah, money. But no. You fucking. You, but every time anyone says that, what they really mean is I wish slavery was still a thing. Yeah, right. Whenever so, you talk about fiscal conservatism, oh, that's just a misnomer for back to the good old wanna, days. We just want to balance the budget. No, you don't want any budget. You just yeah. want to hoard your money and have and not even have to pay minimum wage. You basically wage. just want to have, have do a starring turn on Confederate. You want HBO's coming to, series about slavery. You, I bet you, well, child labor laws you'd open up to for sure. No question. Well, we could be headed there next because apparently they have absolutely. There's just nothing. I mean, you're gonna ki- you're gonna kill thousands of disabled people. These people don't give a fucking shit about anything. We're there. It's a nightmare. Well, they we're believe living that, a nightmare. They believe in genetic superiority. So oh yeah, to they care do about believe disabled people. Is, they believe that, yeah. and it's so hard to to know that they're out there believing that when you know, if you have a conversation with one of these people face to face, you're really gonna have a hard time believing that anything intelligent created oh, well, anything that they're. It's scientifically no. uh, false to begin with, much less. You ever talk to someone who's like a white male? conservative middle-aged has decent amount of money oh yeah and it's like dude how don't you i know that you probably believe in intelligent design but talking to you i can't because like nothing intelligent (laughs) went on in the creation of your situation it's funny that you say nihilist because everyone i talk to are not christian 
Probably, yeah. Like, they're, like outspokenly, like, like atheists, not. but really they're nihilist. That's they're just really a the nihilist. That's the way to put it. Really, they're just for their own privilege. Yeah. They're like, you talk to these people, and they've totally got a free pass out of, like, learning anything substantial, a free pass out of ever trying, a free pass out of ever, like, being challenged on anything, a free pass out of any having to care for anyone in any real substantial way, like... It's intolerable to speak to these people. They basically want to create a system where they are lifted above the evolutionary system of, like, eliminating the weakest. And so they continue to prevail and have heart attacks and eat, like, two cheeseburgers a week. Well, what's sad is that we could easily, like, it's so effortless to just do that. We could easily have eugenics and just call these motherfuckers. It's like they, they get so, like, when I go home and I, like, argue with them, they get so defensive, like... And it's like you realize that I the only reason that I'm not you is out of personal choice, like out of right. human decency. Otherwise, I would be like right with you. Yeah, it would be way easier for yeah. one thing. Uh, 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 I'm sorry, it's just speechless. <laughs> it's just effortless, yeah. Uh, it, but that's what this healthcare debate's about. And then, okay, my favorite thing is this guy who is like the congressman from Texas, who says about Susan Collins profile and courage. By the way, Susan Collins. He says, oh, well, if these, uh, war, who are these women up in the East who are trying to hold back this Obamacare repeal? If, if she was a man. No, what? I'd duel her Aaron Burr style. <gasps> you didn't see that? No, he didn't. No, this fucking ham-fisted. He did not say Pig that. of a dude said, <laughs> said, I'd duel her. If she was a man, I'd duel him. Let's have them Aaron duel Beale's each other. Style. And I said, I'd welcome the opportunity to duel you, but yeah. I promised my mama I'd never fight a honey-baked ham. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I don't want to so, shoot a gun, but if it means, if I'm dealing with McConnell, I'll, I'll take it. Dude. Like, I'll, it'll be like a fucking Rocky montage. Like, yeah. I'll get better and better, and then I'll just be shooting the penis. Like Susan <laughs> Collins had a great clap back. She was talking to another Democratic senator on her committee, and it accidentally got recorded by a news outlet. And she said, like, they were having a conversation about how crazy everything is. And she said, the one senator said, Trump's just crazy. And then oh, she I did said, see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I'm she scared. said, I know, I'm really getting scared. <laughs> yeah. And she said, Did you hear about this guy? They t- said, We're talking about crazy people in Congress. And she said, Did you hear about this guy who wants to duel me? And the senator was like, Yeah, yeah. And she was like, I just have to say, he's just totally, unbelievably unattractive. That's what she said about it. I was like, clap back. That's pretty good for a senator. Well, I think she more meant unappealing, right? Like as right. A, as a no, no, no. I think she Texas meant he's person. just all the way around. Yeah. All just the a way gross around. Person. Just yeah. bad. Any hooters, it's awful out there. But okay, so wait, yeah. So then so we then did McCain, get to this part. Yeah. yeah, right. Where Ron Johnson's kind of acting like he is a holdout, having a heated discussion I, with I McConnell, a doing I mean, basically act. doing the world's worst worst bluff act. Like, okay, got it. You have no cards in your it pocket. It wasn't that bad of a nothing. bluff act. I kind of fell for it. I thought there was a tiny chance. What are you? He would... What are you holding? You're holding nothing. You've got nothing in your hand. Like whatever. You're bluffing. Oh, that's what I was, yeah, so he was His just going to vote no. Maybe he would vote no just because he knew it was a waste of time. Just because like, just a total adheres to his values as I a conservative. Still, but I still fall for that, right? I'm uh-huh. still like, like, well, if he really believed that, it's like, Michael, 
Like, what these are you? These people don't believe shit. What they are only you believe doing? in. At the end of the day, these people rallied the fucking troops. They circle the wagons, and they vote along the party line, which is why Democrats get fucked every time. Was you mean the, the obstructionists? When yeah. you say Democrats? The, pro- the progressives, like, why we get screwed every time is because we always save our most vicious barbs and our most intense acts of betrayal for one another. We just, like, write off the whole, the rest of the, the like, right as we're scared of them, but then at the same time we're like, yeah, but we don't take you seriously because you're stupid or yeah. or because you don't have values or you don't, you don't think about things and... And Your who, way of thinking I'm, will who die. Who I really want to conquer is like this dude to my left who I believe is smart, and I am on the left who I'm like actually challenged by. Who who's probably more left than me? But honestly, like if that guy on the left of you like doesn't, if you don't have his back and you don't have and like he doesn't have yours, then you know we don't have any political power. Which is fine as long as. It's not as fine. long as it's fine. Exactly, it's not fine until it's like parliamentary or like we yeah. figure something else out. But yeah, you're right. I mean, it's not fine. Like until it, until all you have are just acts of mass civil disobedience. If if all you have is disruption, if all you have is civil disobedience, if and and you're not building anything and you're not amassing anything, you don't have to run for office. I get that. Don't run for office. But if you're not if you're not trying to reap, it's not enough to just dismantle these institutions. You gotta build something in their wake. Like if you're not doing that, if you're not involved in that project, and all you're doing all day is like Foucault level deconstruction of everything that's going on around you, uh, we're losing. We're not winning. People are dying and getting hurt like every day, and Suffering so just and like yeah. watching this just made me so. It just makes me so frustrated. It doesn't make, I, and it makes me frustrated at these people more than it makes me frustrated at the left. Like honestly, because I kind of just did a reenactment of what I said not to do. But <laughs> honestly, John well, you McCain. Can be, well, being being frustrated with the left and being frustrated with the Democratic Party are two oh, different. Oh no, things. but I don't even really consider the Democratic Party the left. Well, no, well, but but. But in when that you context, look they are. Juxtaposition, yeah, yeah, it's like a checkerboard. But in the Senate, in their context, in the hall of the Senate, yeah, they're the left. Yeah. Oh, they're they are revolutionaries in comparison to people like Johnson, right. and and. Uh, but the thing is, is there are whole groups of people that are really the left that the Democrats don't even know or understand or have conversations with. No. They don't. And how but, could they? They are, their closest friends are billionaires. And they're clo- and they're also closer friends with Republicans than they are clo- than with the progressive wing like of American discourse. Like they're they literally are. There's not a person when John McCain finally waltzed in a little late, coming in late to give his vote last and to a standing ovation. Democrats were standing too and shedding a goddamn yeah. tear for this guy who I mean it's been said a million times, but who has government health care who got a blood clot in his brain diagnosed in time for him to not even get have a stroke. And then gets flown back, by to, the way, on salary that we pay. Yeah, to vote to strip millions of people of their health care. Children of brain cancer. Hey, why do we fucking let this go? I don't know. Why do we let this go on? An 80-something-year-old white this man. This is not... This is like... <laughs> brain cancer. How much worse are people going to let it get, dude? How much more are people going to just, like, go, yeah, that's that's not enough for me to, like, 
take a sick day from work and hit the streets. Like, how much more are people going to take? Like, this is insane. This is fucked up. You know what it's going to take? It's going to take, like, anytime there's social progress, it's because white people, in America, it's because white people are affected. So what it's going to take is that they lose their fucking health insurance. Yeah. Yeah. Or their grandma does. Or whatever. That's what it's going to take. And it'll be too fucking late. I know. It will be. Because it's that. And that's why we can't have real progressive politics in America is because of the racial divide. Like, what about, and what about, oh, well, because the, uh, why, uh, talk people, of, why do you think that they were voting against Obamacare? You, you really only need like, it's all racist. you need to like have a huge social movement. You really need like, there's that rule that's like kind of a fake rule. You need 3% of a group to be motive to be mobilized yeah. and organized. You really need like 3% of white people to be willing to be mobilized and hit the streets on behalf of people of color yeah. to, like, move the pendulum. And clearly we're not there. Like, or 3% of able-bodied people in this context, like, let's do it that way, to be mobilized and move their asses on behalf of, um, uh, and be organized on behalf of disabled people and people who are chronically ill who rely on Medicaid. And, like... I don't know. Maybe they are, but maybe maybe there is three percent. I I mean, tons of people, thousands of people have made phone calls to to their GOP senators, and those motherfuckers just know how to play the game. Well, three like, percent's what three million around three million people. That's a lot. Yeah, yeah, and you have um. Well, ten percent of Americans are disabled. Ten so, percent. Yeah. What's the What's the line on that? disabled wise well i would say it could probably be not to doubt anyone sorry no 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 but no 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 but like in a medical way yeah like with medical documentation what's what's this oh is in like i like a medical handicap parking yeah like a medical bureaucratic definition of disability would be like they have an illness or behavioral condition or physical um, ailment that interferes with one or more major life activities. Okay, so that like makes sense, that's though. like the legal definition. Well, that's that's got to apply to a lot of elderly people too. Right? Tons of elderly yeah. people, and then also, um, so like if your disability, well, and then I know it's kind of dispersed after that. And then also has to, you have to have medical documentation of it for it to be like a legal disability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so and then that's not counting all the millions of people who like are are on medic are on you know chronically on medication are, are technically disabled but like rely on medicine to like do Function. those major life activities mm. and all of that and so uh yeah so you just see like john mccain waltz in uh standing ovation from the whole room do be so fucking chummy vote yes to for the motion to proceed and then they give him the mic and let him let him give this give eight speech. minute yeah. bullshit speech what was that? about nothing. It was about parliamentary procedure and how he believes in like the Senate. Um, it was a horrible that, speech. That article you you shared. Yeah. Uh, what was that again? He said nobody fucking talked to me about nobody Bull, mentioned John yeah. McCain's fucking name ever Slate. again. Unless he dies or does something that actually matters for once. No, Deadspin. Deadspin. Dude, it yeah. was that was That's incredible it. because it was Fine. it was like point, amazing every sentence was an amazing point about how Yep. Uh, and also I saw on Twitter somebody said, uh, John McCain is a war hero. He has uh, 
he had overshadowed that status with all the mediocrity slash outright uh, bullshit that bullshit he's done. and lies. Yeah, he's never. He's fully overshadowed. But this, this is part. This, the, this, I think this was the tipping point. The mainstream Enough. media has always wanted to point to somebody in the conservative wing to say, "Well, somebody's got some sense." When the fact is, is conservatives' values like make up like the the if modern American conservative values as sort of amalgamated or sort of represented by the Republican Party are like your core values, you're already just garbage. Yeah. Like, those aren't even real conservative values in the sense of like, you know, in post-enlightenment conservative thought. Like, like the, I just... Only, only in con- politics where is conservatism acceptable. Like, only ne- in politics. neoconservatism... Like, the Republican Party doesn't have any... That's co- libertarian? Is that what neoconservatism yeah, neoconservatism is? Neoconservatism is, like... I would say that George W. Bush, like, embodies neoconservatism. Is that, but and that so like, does John McCain. You should be able to be, get married if you're gay, but you're I also, a like, I want to be able to fire you for Neo- it. Neoconservatism is, like, you're a war hawk. You are probably evangelical, or at least you, uh, ca- you caved in evangelicals. The evangelical Christian conservative movement, like mm-hmm. where you're conservative, where on social issues you're strictly adhere to like heteros, like heteronormativity, like mili- militant, like regulated heteronormativity, like enforced by the state. Like <laughs> that's like part of neoconservatism, like uh, resource mining through and nation building is a huge neoconservative thing. Like what we did in Iraq and stuff like that. So kind of like the Bush family is kind of embodies neoconservatism in the way that the Clintons kind of embody neoliberalism. So when and, on Twitter when I showed you that thing, when I say fascism, I mean neo fascism, right? Right. I don't mean, yeah. I don't mean like uh, Great. in any traditional, but neo fascism, hyper hyper nationalism, yeah, uh, uh, all like deregulation, anti immigration. Yeah, uh, all these things. It's really like it's basically like every crappy position. You get. Yeah, and then also, this element of neo-fascism also has to do with the medium, the technology through which like that ideology spreads, mm-hmm. and sort of like the irony and the ironic tone that neo-fascists have embraced like very recently. Um, but there's no humor in it. Don't there's, ever mistake it for humor because it's it's so lazy that it can't be funny. Great definition of um, uh, fascism that I saw. Wait, hold on. Uh, let me just look this up. By It's from Anatomy of Fascism by Robert Paxton, which is a book that was written in 2004. Fascism may be defined as a form of political behavior marked by obsessive preoccupation with community decline, humiliation, or victimhood, and by compensatory cults of unity, energy, and purity in which a mass-based party of committed nationalist militants working in uneasy but effective collaboration with traditional elites Hmm. abandons democratic liberties and pursues with redempted violence and without ethical or legal restraints goals of internal cleansing and external ex- expansion. So whenever you hear autonomy 
like Trump's going for full autonomy, uh-huh. things like that. That's all neo-fascist yeah. uh, movements towards that. That's what's going to, that's what yeah. they're going for. Oh man, that was just crazy. I saw a thread on and Twitter so, about about if uh, if anyone because he's about to fire Sessions presumably. Yeah, right. Uh, so he whoever can let takes Mueller that go. job is confident that he he's gonna in uh, the investigation and autonomy. You know, at that point, I feel like people should people should hit the streets. Like if he think. ends the Mueller investigation, like don't you think? Come it on, will? people! Like we cannot be we cannot like let him. In the investigation, pursue tax reform, take health care away from millions of people. And really, okay, but let's not forget, this is about everything on the agenda is about taking from people's bodies, communities, backs, their flesh, and turning it into wealth that the rich can absorb the top one percent this whole fucking healthcare thing is really what it is is they're converting people's healthcare into a tax break for rich people that amounts to about five thousand dollars like annually for these people these people don't it's fucking need five thousand dollars oh, yeah it's just the principle of the thing like uh and so that's what that's what the healthcare thing is when tax reform obviously is going to be that it's going to be just a massive tax break tax break but that's to the top my 1% point with healthcare it's like you guys could just get over yourselves for 5 seconds take the loss move on to tax breaks cuz you know every republican's going to support you there so enough is enough with healthcare yeah. and move on to the tax breaks and then we're just going to tax but you guys later but this is like a systemic thing but they can't let it go because Dude, the, oh, but if they just moved on, they would get the tax break sooner. They can't let it go because they can't let it go because well, because they can't because they're racist because they're racist and their ideology won't let them won't let it go. And in the system, there's no in, there's no in, the in, I guess what I would say to that is there's no incentive for them to let it go. And you can say, well, the incentive right is that voters <laughs> are going to hold them accountable. But here's the thing: is they already rigged that system too. Yeah. So nobody's going to hold them accountable. So there is no incentive. The only incentive is, is even if that it's basis level, like these like middle income, like senators who don't even they're not even millionaires, like who adhere to their wealthy, wealthiest overlords. Like this is all about at the end of the day, their own sense of themselves, their narcissism and their uh, the gods that they worship. And then they're just like real desire to just keep their job and just maintain their standing in the world. And when they look out in terms of their worldview, the people who enforce whether or not they get to keep their job are like billionaire donors and people who, you know, fund super PACs. That's it. And those people want a tax break. That's what they're going to get. If it means that thousands of our like elder, our grandparents, thousands of poor kids are going to die because they're sick and they can't afford health care. So be it, because these people don't care. And that's then, what's really sick. Is yeah. Is, well, and and also Democrats are in the same are in the same bed with a lot of those people. Mm-hmm. But like, there's a way to make corporations and billionaires happy in the interim right now, yeah. where people don't have to fucking die. That's the nihilism of this, because even the health insurance companies are against this. This is a yeah. huge disruption to their market. The entire and, medical and industry. And in terms of the marketplace. 
Like the fucking, this could cause a market crash. This isn't going to cause markets to go up. All this is is padding the literally just the like annual income earnings of like very rich people. It doesn't stabilize the markets. Yeah. It's not doing anything like that. Um, people's deductibles are going to triple. People are going to yeah. have twelve and thirteen thousand dollar deductibles, which, which is sounds, the same as no health insurance. And all this, by the way, sounds like it's almost like just desserts, except people are going to die or and go bankrupt. Yeah. And or go bankrupt. Basically, I think you have very powerful billionaires who are funding the Republicans who've demanded that they ex- extract Every this pound of flesh. They, what they really want to do is, and also Obamacare, I, want, I talked a little bit about this last time, but Obamacare is just a fucking like... Uh, like misnomer for what they really care about. They really want to dismantle Medicaid. They don't really give a fuck about Obamacare. You're going to see that because they're not going to repeal Obamacare. They're going to leave the marketplace in in place. What they're going to do is com- convert Medicaid to a black grant system and dissolve and can completely dissolve it over 10 years. That's what they're going to do. And uh, if they start that process, though, won't it just take a new and then you see how to reverse it? No, because you see how broken our system is because they're pulling this shit right now. And but as of yesterday, Democrats aren't they're not calling for Medicaid for all. They're not calling for that. You don't even have a majority of Democrats calling for a public option. You don't have that. Not even a majority. No, dude, you don't have anybody. Your major Democrats. I heard Nancy Pelosi on a podcast. She said, oh, well, I've always supported the public option, but, well, we got to see and we got to pull people and we got to yeah. do our thing. And it's like, no, fuck you. Have some have have some vision. Like if you if you really were if you really were the opposition that the moment calls for, you wouldn't waffle about a fucking poll or a focus group. You would know in your gut what the moment calls for, what it call. You'd be a Bernie Sanders and you know, like, and also, you know, kind of screw Bernie Sanders, but he, at least the dude has a vision and he has an instinct, like a political instinct that adheres to the value, the progressive values. And well, especially and juxtaposition. Knows, totally. And I think Elizabeth, Elizabeth Warren too, like knows what the moments calls for. And she has like that gut instinct. But, you know, people who who are the parliamentarians, who are the whips, who control the votes, and who decide the messaging of the Democratic Party, Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi, they're not those type of those type of people. And then they, Chuck at the Schumer end of the day... Chuck Schumer goes, no way is this going to pass. You were wrong. You're the wrong. same day you were wrong, Well, Schumer. there's a few things that could happen. So what what's going to happen is they're going to vote on... A full repeal that will oh, need oh. sixty votes. I that think won't he pass. Meant, I think he meant the vote today, but he I might be wrong. Then they're gonna vote on some sort of like uh something there's a few things that can't pass in terms of the repeal without sixty votes. Like the defunding Planned Parenthood can't pass without sixty votes. Um, the full repeal can't pass without sixty, 60 votes. Sixty is in ten or eight. It has to be Democrats? a filibuster proof. So the full repeal, because the because they're trying to pass through budget reconciliation, so they can only pass elements of their reform or their repeal that affect the budget. So anything that's not strictly like budgetary, like no, uh, they they're gonna need sixty votes to pass. Democrats it. aren't ever going to vote against Planned Parenthood. That would be suicide. Well, you're not gonna get sixty people to do that. So that's just not gonna happen. You, you could get fifty two. You wouldn't. You can't even get. You actually can't get Susan Collins to vote against de- vote for defunding planned parenthood so anyways is it all about, it's all about abortion right that's how they get people to be against it the planned point parenthood? one the point one zero percent of their operations 
that's all it's about. Yeah, right? it's all about dead babies. I just don't. The unborn. That's what you hear people say. There was a video of a congresswoman going, care about the born. going, what about the unborn baby girls? Yeah. And I was like, what about the born baby girls? You don't give a fuck about them. You don't them. give a fuck Piece about them? Shit. God damn it. You just fetish. You just came up with this idea that these, that, you know, fetuses are unborn people. It's it actually brilliant. brilliant because it control it controls people and like, and Louis C.K. It manipulates biblical rhetoric like so perfectly. In Louis C.K.'s most recent stand-up special, he made an amazing point which is that these people who are protesting Planned Parenthood think that they're murdering babies. Yeah. He's like, of course they're fucking crazy. They're ravenous right now because they're, they think that you're murdering like, babies. Yeah, can you keep murdering yeah. the baby? I yeah. know. But do you know that that rhetoric, like coming from the church, that rhetoric nosedives so well with consumer corporatist like church rhetoric because what that nosedives with is the stuff that you hear when you go to evangelical Christian camp and they're like, you were sown in your mother's womb by the Lord, and he has a special plan just for you. Mm-hmm. And he holds his, your fate in his hands, and every little person is special from the second before they were well, even exactly. born. exactly. There's the idea but, that you existed before your parents yeah. had sex. And then there's yeah. also the idea that somehow that, like, but that really is, but what that's really, like, tied up in is that I'm special. Yeah. I'm special. And then I, I, I'm divine. That's true. And then it also knows dives mm. with this thing of that, like, and then you have the sin aspect. So, but it, other people it, aren't, aren't, aren't special. Other people are not divine. Other people are, are sinners and other people are flawed. Yeah. And those people are only, are only, um, pure before they're born and start sinning. Mm-hmm. But that period where that you're like in the womb. Well, that's before everything was your fault. And so we only fight for like the pure version of life and can only believe that other people are are at all blameless. Like when they're in that imaginary space between conception and birth. And it's really fucked up. Yeah. Because my thing is, is that like I don't believe that people that people's. Like whether or not they're good and good or evil is shaped by something inherently wrong with them. Their not. context shapes who they are. Your context shapes whether you're a bad person or you're a good person. I, there's definitely a balance between nature and nurture, but you know nurture is at least 75% but, of it. But everything that 90. we everything that we are and everything we understand is shaped is defined externally. Like even what you would think of as like your internal self is only shaped for you by what other people have told you and allowed you to believe. You wouldn't even have a concept of individuality. Uh, this, you could imagine it. that there would be like a so, there are social contexts in which people don't even have a self. But like think of like um you know in general there's this whole idea that there's like for instance like um dude, I don't know, we're getting really philosophical. Yeah, I'm but, but I mean, my thing is is that like conservatives believe that okay this is i've said this before on the podcast but i've read this thing where conservatives like i read this thing where a conservative evangelical pastor from iowa like was doing talking to a reporter like in another election postmortem like and he was he said to the pastor he said the difference is is that republicans believe that uh, that liberals believe that people are born good and republicans believe that people are born bad or something yeah and they have to be saved and made good. Yeah. But liberals believe that everyone's inherently good. And and I was like, the thing is, is 
I don't believe that people are inherently anything. Well, exactly. People good are and, not inherently anything. Good and bad are constructed. So there's no way exactly. that if you're a, a nomad hunting yeah. mammoths for 40 years, there's mm-hmm. no con. It's not the same concept as if you're in your studio apartments hissing at the sun. And there's no connection for these people between like the unborn in the body that they're housed in because the 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 housing of the of the body inside of a woman or a person's womb that is not they don't even see that they see the baby as like they basically see fetuses like in their mind like unborn children who are fetuses as like basically like floating in heaven they don't Mm -hmm. even see like the the fact that that it's inside of a person growth yeah. They literally, in the way that they envision and talk about it, it's a baby that's in God's cloud. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not. It's in a fucking person. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point we're trying to make. Mm-hmm. It's in a person. And by the way, uh, it doesn't even look like a human. Have you ever seen the, the uh-huh. dolphin fetus after four months old? Because it mm-hmm. looks like a person fetus. Basically, all I'm saying is just like extending this logical notion of like, these people have just invented that space, like that space between conception and birth, like as like this place of like extreme purity where that's untouchable by like the messiness of life. And that's just not the case. Like for the same reason that like. Well, what's miscarriages? Then? That's just God's abortions. Like God just decides. <laughs> I know. Exactly. I'm serious, though. I yeah. mean, that's I. I it's yeah. horrible. Don't right. get me wrong. It's terrible if that happens. That's what they believe. Yeah, but, that but, that was God's plan. That's God's plan. But like, does did a baby die? Sure. Or or, or then they believe sometimes with miscarriages they believe that like if the woman did something wrong and it caused the miscarriage then then all of a sudden there's a woman there and then because she wasn't like the pure non visible totally erased vessel like that's like a non entity like. She caused, she caused, all of a sudden, if there's a miscarriage, she, she must have done something wrong and caused it. Who's people say that? Everybody. Everybody believes that. The, anytime, it, you know, and all people believe that, that not just rabid conservatives. Say that but that's why so many women of color, like, end up, this is why anti laws that criminalize abortion are so scary. Is actually, it's very scary because if you have an abortion and you could go to jail, obviously that's disgusting. But actually, that actually tentacles out. And women who have miscarriages are criminalized, like, for their miscarriage. Like, because the health of the fetus now is more important than the woman. And there's, like, tons of stories of women being prosecuted in states where they have um, strict anti-abortion laws actually being prosecuted in jail for because having, of, for having miscarriages. Because they don't know for you, sure One lady I read about fell down the stairs. So they think that and they, she, she, she purposely. Say, oh, she flew. She threw herself down the stairs, or it's called. Um, or just even they have people have a, what's called a, like um, fetal homicide laws in some states. But that to me sounds like what you're talking they about sounds in, more like uh, manslaughter, like yeah, unintentional, like involuntary. Right. Well, same thing though. But you shouldn't go to jail because you fell down the stairs and your <laughs> baby died. Like, no. I know you go to jail if you fall asleep at the wheel and you hit somebody walking across the street. Yeah. Should you even for but that But I'm sorry, but that, uh, yeah, seriously, should you? And then I also, know. I don't think, I don't know. No. I don't, I don't, I don't really think, think so. Should go to jail no, you... I don't. Like, I think you just bring the victim's family together and you have a little, like, you fucking talk, like, work it out. Like, that's what you should do. That's what I believe you should do, that's everyone. Civ- it's civilized. 
That's what I believe you should do. But either way, if you, it, I mean, it, let's you stick do, the miscarriage. Let's see how that. Now we're just <laughs> yeah, like well, all now over that's the a place. Whole other thing, yeah. yeah, the miscarriage thing. So they have fetal homicide laws in some states, which means that they were originally like invented and passed in the 80s and 90s as a way of like criminalizing uh, domestic abusers in cases of domestic abuse where um, an abuser uh, assaults a pregnant woman and the fetus dies. So then you could um, put the domestic abuser in jail on fetal homicide laws but just keep in mind that most like domestic abuse laws as a way of prosecuting and even dealing with violence against women are really problematic and usually racialized and so that kind of has that origin that's got probably a consequence of over policing too right wait what racializing totally totally Yeah. yeah totally um yeah because if you totally over policing and then also violence against women laws don't actually stop all that much turns out we need to get rid of like they don't actually stop women from being murdered it's not the solution mm-hmm. um but anyways that's a whole other thing but um so yeah so, so, then, they, so then they apply the penal homicide laws to women to women who've had miscarriages with exactly abuse. yeah because that's what it's all about yeah. That's the end goal, no matter what. The end goal in the end is to paternalize and control women. Yeah. Even in terms of placing responsibility for domestic violence in the hands of male police officers, I think is still about paternalizing the, the system acting as, like, the paternalized father of, like, a wronged woman. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's... And it, it doesn't work. It hasn't ended domestic violence. But anyways... Um, we can so, end it there. <laughs> yeah, we just went so far. Does that everyone clear what happened with John McCain? He gave a speech and he just make me want to made me sick to my stomach. Yeah, so everyone like emergency nine one one. We're putting this up tonight. So if you listen to this, it's still Wednesday morning, and you haven't made a phone call. If you you can call your Democratic senator and tell them to pass unlimited amendments. Um, in the amendment process, and that could slow down the bill and possibly stall it permanently. So still call your Democratic senator, push them to do to go the way of um, unlimited amendments, do whatever they can to stop this from happening. And definitely, if you have a Republican senator, you should be letting them know that their jab is going to be gone. Maybe. <laughs> it better be. If you're if you listen to the Eat the Rich, you're you're voting right. Yeah, right. right. Okay, okay. So do it, please. Yeah. Thanks Anyways. for listening, guys. I'm 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 all juiced up. I'm juiced. We're juiced. We I don't know how we got. To, well, abortion is so tied to healthcare, so that made sense. Yeah. I don't feel weird about it. No, that makes everybody. Sense. Uh, leave us some comments. Let us know what you think, and let us please. know what you're doing about this to yes. make it stop. Peace out. If you need to, hey, I can give you.